Is that the right? Is that it? Oh, we're watching this now. Okay. Hey, an umpire and a vampire square off week after week, removing, not removing, reviewing movies outside their own strike zone. This week's movies, 1984 Gremlins and the 2002 The Rookie, starring Phoebe Cates, Denny Q, that's stupid, Rachel Griffin, Zach Galligan, Corey Feldman, and Jim Morris. Now two guys who know, now two guys who know how to keep their weight up and eat poorly. Tim Crutchman and Jeff Miller. Denny Q. You mean Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah, but it sounded good in my head. I bet, it's, I bet it sounded real good in but your But then head. when I said it out loud, I'm like, this is, this is lame. This is not working. Yeah. Oh, so my God. Denny Q is Dennis Quaid, Randy Quaid's brother. Just so you know. Randy Quaid's brother. Uh, I don't usually call him that way, but hey. Uh, did anyway. You, did I throw you off? Yeah, you, you did. You know, this is the ump over here, Jeff Miller. He once walked into a building and refused to run up the stairs. But that would be another story. Okay, go up another story. Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, the name <laughs> of the show is Dead on the Bases. On I'm the a bases. vamp. I'm a horror fan. So I am given uh, sports movies to watch like this week's The Rookie, and I assign a horror movie to my lucky little friend, The Ump, and he got to see Gremlins this week. So that's pretty why, exciting. Why are those coming up behind the the logos? Yeah, there you go. That's better. You like that better? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, you can we'll see never you... do that again then. Yeah, good. No, I mean You think se- seven seasons in, we'd have this down? N- no. No, I think we need more practice. So, yeah, um, so I got to see Gremlins. Oh, you get to see the rookie, so you go first. Yeah, I did, and we're going to get right into it because we have the end-of-season stuff all coming up at the end. What does that say now? Die Hard. Is a Christmas movie. Yep. So now you're lying right on your T-shirt. See, my T-shirt, Total Truth. <laughs> Total <laughs> Truth. Bat. Total Truth. I wonder where that came from. Yeah. Yeah, a good, fr- right. a good friend, I'm sure. Yeah, it, cer- it certainly, certainly was. Okay, so let's see if this works. Hitting a button, and hey, things are happening. The internet is alive. Hello. Uh, yeah. So, I got to see the movie The Rookie, <laughs> and I am noticing. Oh, okay, it is going. Good. There you go. Ha! <sighs> now I feel better. So I saw the rookie shot in 2002. The director probably could have been shot too for making this thing. Uh, it is a Christmas movie where by you, your definition. Where your papa? Because there is a discussion of the song, the Christmas song. You know, Jack Frost nibbling at your nose. Yep. In the first ten minutes of the movie. So in your world, it's probably a Christmas. No, movie. not even close. Because you're just like, oh, any little thing, it's a Christmas movie. Anyway, uh, the rookie. This uh, stars Dennis Quaid, as we said. Denny Q. Yeah. Uh, this is the story of a young man that dreams of being a pitcher in the major leagues of baseball. He practices day and night in all types of weather. What did to... you just do? What? Did you just hit something? Yeah. Don't do that. Nobody wants that to happen. I hit that. All right. I noticed, too. So so he's practicing. He's practicing. He 
And he's pretty good throughout this movie. I mean, he just seems to know what he's doing. Um, and he's, you know, he, he wants to be the best badminton player he can be. And he's, he grows up in this small town in Texas, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, there's always, like, um, gas mining stuff. What are no, they called? No, no. Drills. Drills oil going drilling. Oil yeah, drilling. Oil drilling. In the background, which is, hey, people, we're not in California. Did you, you think know. of, like, the TV show Dallas when you were watching it? I did. Because the opening of Dallas, they always... I didn't watch Dallas, so that's... You didn't? Not what I think. Tim! No, Melrose Place. Anyway. Oh, I'll give you that, too. Yeah. Oof, God. <sighs> Loved it. Okay, so anyway, oh he gets himself injured. Somewhere along the way. Injured. And he becomes... Called David Gruber. And, yeah, and he becomes a high school teacher. Like so many of these movies, we had that earlier in McFarland. We had it in uh, Hoosiers. So here's another guy that couldn't hack it thrown in as a high school thing. Which, actually, if I was like a high school teacher that was also coaching... I'd be pissed at all these movies. Why? Because they make it out like, oh, if you're a loser, then you could always teach high school. It's like, there's, you can be a decent human being and teach high school. I mean, I don't know of any, but I'm sure one exists. <laughs> anyway. What a- uh, <laughs> You know I went to school. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But he's like a high school science teacher. Um... So he's coaching a baseball team, and they make a deal with him that if they win the district in hockey or whatever, uh, that they would <laughs> he would have to try out again for the bigs, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, can I tell him? Go ahead. Yeah. They win. Otherwise, right? they'll fall they, asleep during this movie. Yeah, honest to freaking Lord. Uh, they they win. So he does, and lo and behold, he recovered from all of his surgeries. He tries out. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the movie's called The Rookie, and it's a play on he's an older guy to be starting out in major leagues. Yeah. That storyline starts one hour into this two-hour film. The first hour of the film is his high school coaching of the young kids. Here's the thing. I liked the first half of the movie. Did not like the second half. Really? I When I went into this movie, I went, oh, this is going to be kind of fun. You know, he'll... It'll be funny things about him being an old fart, you know, first getting sure. started in major leagues. All the fun stuff happens in the first 60 minutes. Once he's in the big leagues, he's cut off from all of his friends and family. He seems perpetually depressed because of that, because he's not near his kid, who is from Two and a Half Men. I don't like that, that kid. That little kid. I don't like him. He's away from his wife. He's away from all of his students. So he's just kind of bummed out. He's away from his friends that apparently all they do is sit on the second floor of their store and gamble. 
right? And then, yeah. like, secondhand store, they just up their gambling the whole day. And he's cut off from... See, he's, like, sad. That whole second having a movie... Here he's fulfilling his childhood dream, right? Does he show, oh, my God, this is so exciting. I'm in triple A. I'm in double A. Which way does it go? It goes single oh, no, A, double yeah, A, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they show him, you know, he's getting better and better. And he's, he's, he's really zinging him in there. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. The whole time, he... He seems just bummed out. And I think so I was bummed out. I think it's because of his age. And then... I think it's because of his age, Tim. And then he's he's like ready. I'm going to pull the plug. You know, which you expect this in this movie where they're going to have that moment where they go, I don't know if I can do this uh-huh. anymore. Jesus, this is just not going quickly. So then he, he has a moment of pedophilia. He goes to the Stop, local store. Tim. Goes to Tim. the local school. He sees some young Tim. kids that Tim. have a dream like he does. And he goes, ah, all right, we'll we'll try it again. But really, all he's doing is digging on all these young Tim. players. Tim. And he's like, oh, boy. Tim. Yeah. Tim. This is why Dennis Quaid, after making this movie, he's made a lot of Christian films because he feels so bad about the pedophilia that Tim, he did Tim, in this movie. Tim, 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 Tim. I'm just giving you some facts. You're you not might giving want to me any facts. Later. You're not giving me anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean, and then he redoubles his efforts and no whoop de doo he gets into the majors. I mean, and, and I, I spoiled that, but literally, well, this is the reason you go to see the movie is because you want to see the older guy being a rookie. And right. it happens in the last 10 minutes of a two-hour movie. It's like, so I don't get to see any of his career. Was he any freaking good in the I mean, his first at-bat they show, and he, like, throws three strikes. The most boring, by the way, the most boring at-bat you can do is just three strikes. And it's like, oh, my God. I, I'm like, the first half of the movie, I really enjoyed. See, now me, Tim, honestly, yeah, I didn't enjoy the very first movie. You moment. were sitting there waiting for I wanted the, the good story. Stuff. Yeah, but here's the thing. But they didn't do anything. I'll tell you what, that first monologue thing, that the whole... Well, that no, didn't make any freaking sense. I didn't sense. know. I honestly stopped. I stopped the movie. Fast forward to see if this was the right movie or not. Because I didn't, I'm like, what? The, what is this? So then I went back and watched it. And I honestly, Tim... It was really for me. It was a for, slog. For me, it was very slow, and uh, I hate to admit this on a sports movie, but I uh, I conked and out. And it's baseball. I conked out, man. I really? Did, yeah, I didn't. Well, I, I did better than you. I know. I know how. This, I didn't even. A lot of times when I have your sports movies, I'm like, okay, I need a break. Yeah, I had to do that. I I gotta go get some caffeine into me because <laughs> I'm about to die. Yeah. And I, that was not the case this time for me because I, uh, I don't know how many different ways I could say it. I really enjoyed the beginning. Good. I'm I glad really that you, enjoyed it. Thank God you did. My, my suggestion to people watching this movie. Don't. <laughs> is the minute he goes to the scouting um, tryout. Yeah. Wait to the end of that sequence, and you know the rest of the movie already. Okay. You, you've seen it. Just, just turn it off. Just turn it off. So, 
Let's talk about the horror movie connection, though, which Might I as well. know you're waiting for. Not really. Yeah, you are. I kind of. So, you want to know about Denny Q. Denny Q. DQ. DQ. Oh, Dairy Queen. Does he have anything to do with Dairy Queen? I don't think he likes being called a queen. If I ever meet him, I'm going to call him. He does a lot of Christian movies. Anyway. If I ever meet him, I'm going to go, hey, Denny Q. Denny Q. I you will. are. You, you know what? Thank this you. is what makes it. Use such a hit around the convention circuit. Anyway, DQ. He's probably best known for being Tuck Pendleton in Inner Space. Uh, oh but he also Awful was movie. in a movie called Jaws 3. Yes, 3D. Which is it's an awesome sad, movie. But probably actually, the best Jaws movie you ever, there is. You've seen it in 3D, right? I did. In yeah, the, the 3D is pretty, actually, it's pretty fun. In the theater but, when it came out. Yeah. Uh, the other that I think he's best known for is Dreamscape, which I love. Have you ever seen Dreamscape? Mm. Uh, that's that's a great sci-fi film. Borders on horror. But here's the thing I need to ask you. Yes. How is he not in our Hall of Fame yet? He's got a lot of sports movies. He does. It'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. I'm going to pull a Tim right now. Oh, you'll get in the next season. You'll get it next season. I know there isn't because I... Okay, but the season after season. that, you will. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm actually, actually, one of my favorite movies of the last five years is a sports movie he made on fishing. Huh. Interesting. You don't, you don't know it, do you? Is it about the salmon? I don't know. No. I I'll, I'll, I'll oh, what's it called? tell you about it. It's something like Blue Miracle, I think it is. Is it a real movie? Yeah. It, I think it was a direct-to-streaming course it is. It, it's it's a lovely movie i i really enjoyed it it's one of those sports movies where you cry and it, he's a crusty old guy with a bunch of kids you know it's what he's good at um anyway duly noted he had some <laughs> movies i'm not going to go into them because at the end i'm going to ask you which of these guys you think has the highest percentage then i can't look over there because i don't want to see it right so then we have J.D. Evermore. Who's that? He was one of the, one of the kids. Uh, he's been into Purge, Maggie, American Horror Story, Salem, Walking Dead. So he's got a lot um, of horror movies. Pretty, pretty busy little guy. He had 108 movie credits, which is just behind Dennis Quaid and 115. Uh, Rachel Griffith, that's the wife. I she does not have a whole lot that I was able to pull as a highlight. Uh, Patrick Evil Awakens. She was in the sequel to Patrick. I'm kind of interested because I really like the creepy ending to Patrick. I don't like the whole movie Patrick, but the end is super creepy. Wow. So I I don't know. Uh, Jay Hernandez. Now, do you recognize him? He yeah. was one of the kids in the team. But right now, you know him as Magnum P.I. He's also in Bad Moms. Okay. He's been okay. in the Hostel films. He's been in the Hostel films. Really? He was in the Thanksgiving <coughs> short that the movie that's in the theaters right now is based upon. There was a, like a fake preview in the movie Grindhouse. He was in oh, that. Okay. Uh, but he's also in the film Quarantine. I'm... See, I keep seeing your face over there. I'm trying to block it out, the the secondary one, because oh. there's two of you. Oh. But 
<laughs> that did not help. That did not help, Jeffrey. Right. Uh, but anyway, let's hear more about him. Yeah, but he is in the movie Quarantine, which spoiler alert, you're going to get to see next season. I was just going to so say, so he will be a Hall of Famer for us next season. Maybe Beth Grant. She looks familiar. She played his mother, uh, Dennis Quaid's mother. I uh, she has listen to this 243 credits. Wow. 243 credits including Willie's Wonderland which is the Nicolas Cage movie that also is kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's with uh animatronic monsters. No idea what that is. Uh, you know, but our audience does. Mockingbird Lane which was a Monsters pilot uh, that was done, I want to say, late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Uh, she was in the Mayfair Witches, which has your girlfriend, yes. Alexandra Dadrio. Yes. Um, she it. was in Dark Half, which was a, um, a Stephen King adaption. She was in Child's Play 2, which was one of the better sequels to Child's Play. And she was in the original Flatliners. With Julia Roberts and... The guy right. from Lost Boys. Yes, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer. Right. Uh, Brian Cox, he played the father of Dennis Quaid. He, oh, yeah. he, he was in one of the best horror movies of the last five, six years, according to a lot of people. I, I, I would say it's in the top 15, uh, the autopsy of Jane Doe. He was also in the 2009 Day of the Triffids. He was in the ring... But guess what, buddy? Huh. Hall of Famer. From what else? Trick or Treat. Yeah. He's the guy that's chased by little Sam You're at right. the end of the movie. You're right. Absolutely right. Same I guy. Love Trick or Treat. Yes. So I I thought you were going to beat me to that. No. Okay. I'll give you that one. Then we have Angelo Spaziri. This is another one of the kids. Uh, he hasn't worked since 2006. <laughs> And he has no horror credits, so don't pick him as the highest percentage. All right. Then we have one of the guys in the store, Royce D. Applegate. And he was in a film that makes him a Hall of Famer. He was in Alligator. He was in the movie Alligator, believe it or not. I was like, really? Uh, and then, last but not least, we had Angus... T. Jones, like best known, like best known for Two and a Half Men. Jake, and he is a complete loser. Yeah. No hard credits. Yeah, no kidding. So, of that incredibly long list, who do you think had the highest percentage? The guy that was in Trick or Treat, Brian Cox. Brian Cox has sixteen horror credits, but he has two hundred and forty-two credits. As you know, that usually hurts you on the percentage, and it did here 6.6%, which is a decent amount of horror films. But our winner, I don't know if you would have guessed this in a million years. Really? It was Jay Hernandez. Uh, he has only 54 credits. Now, keep in mind, like Magnum P.I. is one credit. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, multiple seasons and episodes, but it's one credit. Uh, he has seven movies, and uh, Quarantine and the Hostel films 
and Thanksgiving. Those are some pretty major ones. Wait, so, Thanksgiving, that new one that came out this year where it's the... He's not in that movie. He's in the preview that was within the movie Grindhouse. Did you see the new Thanksgiving? Is it any good? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, I hear that's not very good. Okay. That's what I hear. Um, right up my alley. may or may not. Yeah, I'll probably give it to you at some point when we have a show near Thanksgiving again. Okay. Uh, just for fun. Gotcha. So, folks, that is the horror movie connection. But what makes Jeff happy mean... On, Let me say that it. again. You can do it. What makes Jeff happy is that means we now get to do... There you the go. Pauly Shore connection. Yeah, buddy. buddy. So, how close do you think we're going to get this time? Well, who are we doing it up against? Well, Dennis Quaid. Uh, I'm going to say one, two. <laughs> yeah. You tell me. It is two. It is two again, uh, all right? Yeah. Great Balls of Fire is the movie that Dennis Quaid was in with Stephen Toblanowski. Yeah. And uh, if you look him up, he's a character actor that's been like in freaking like it, everything. In his band or something. Um, if you've you've seen the movie Groundhog Day, yeah. You yes. said I have before. I said the name of the movie. I have. Okay, Groundhog Day. Yes. There's the one guy Ed Nearson or something that's got uh, a big smile. Insurance yeah. Film. That's him. Yeah. He was in this movie, but yep. he was also in a movie called The Curse of Inferno. Which Paulie Shore seems to have a lot what? of his connections coming through wow. that movie. I've got to watch that movie now because I guess it's so. got about five million Paulie Shore connections. And he's probably only in there so, for a, a half a second. He probably is, but uh, as as we keep saying, everything connects up to Paulie Shore. I wonder how many connections it take to get from him to me. Not many. Not many, because so far we've only the largest one has been two, and we've had movies with Boris Karloff in it. You know, so no, no, him to me. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be many. Oh, just boom. What movie were you in? I was in A. What are you talking about? Major Man, League. I was in time. Major League. Yeah, I bet you we could find a way. All right, I'll figure it out. I bet we could. All right. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Important decisions being made on the air. Okay, so now I get to do the score. What do you think I scored it? Well, I got it written down. Well, so I know what I, I know that you. what I would think uh, it would I'm not be. Not going to screw you. On. I know what I would say yeah. for myself. I, I not, think you would vote lower than me. I would. I I would give this like a four. Yeah. But you you seem to have enjoyed the beginning, and you said it several times. You'll probably give it a. I did give it a seven because had they cut that movie eh, 60 minutes early, oh my God. it probably would have been an eight. Oh, my God. 60 minutes early. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a two-hour movie, people. Yeah. Uh, it, it really needed to stop earlier, but I, I really enjoyed the beginning. Good. So I, I'm, you know, it, it was fun. But you know what's even more fun, folks? No. No? What's more fun? What's more fun is hearing Jeff tell us about sports. Okay, let's do it. I don't know what just happened. Go ahead. See, I don't even know. I like the camera up, but then I don't. I, 
I like to look in there, but I don't like to look at myself. I don't know what I'm looking at right we now. We don't like looking at you. So here's the thing. <laughs> I'm Jeff Miller, and this is going to be the sports that I know. And right now, there's not a whole lot. Um, the Packers, they won last week, and they faced the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend, this Sunday night, up in Lambeau. The big question is, isn't if the Packers are going to win or lose. Meh. Is it if Taylor Swift is going to show up? Swifty alert! Yeah. Swifty alert is out on the prowl. The Brewers. I might go up there just to see the teeth Swift. Really? No. Oh my God! No. That's the lamest thing there is. <laughs> Anyways, I mean that that whole thing is so dumb. Okay. So I think you, it's funny. I think it's dumb. I think it's. I think it's super it's a couple, funny because it's pissing you off. To it's, there's a couple words I could use, but I I could use them back if this was 1987. I could use the words I want to use, but I can't use them now, so I'm not going to even say them. Wow. But here's the thing. That's because you can't pronounce them. <laughs> One three letters long. The other one is like five letters long. All right, but anyways, back. I was thinking of one that's four letters long, but go ahead. Anyways, back to the sports that I know. Back to the sports. The, the Bucks keep on winning. They're in this. Oh. They're in this like inner. You can't just go that fast. I gotta press the button. Okay. They're in this interleague championship, which is kind of lame, but they're one of the top teams left in it. So go Bucks. Um, the Badgers, their season is done. The college. Football is coming to a, a close too, and here's what we got: we've got Michigan against Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. Michigan is actually a 22-point favorite. The odds, get this, Tim. Tim, get yeah. this. Yeah. The odds on the odds. Iowa scoring anything in the whole game is 0.5. So how it, bad are they? They're terrible. They're an all-defensive team. They're terrible. They oh have my a, god. They average about 21 points a, a game. Not good. Wow. Uh, let's see what else. The Brewers, yeah, they signed some guy in the minor leagues to a 10-year ten ten contract for $80 million, something like that. They say it's a good deal, but I don't know. We'll see. And um, that's, that's a lot of money. I know. For a kid that's 19 well, who hasn't even proved himself it, in the major leagues yet. It, his le- or he might slip on some AstroTurf and rip a tendon and then, you know. It could happen. Yeah. But here's the thing. I hear that happens sometimes. It never happens. Oh. So... Oh, and the Admirals, they play again tomorrow night. No, no, wait, wait, today's Thursday. They play Saturday night. Are you sure? I am positive, 100%. Okay. And the Packers beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. I didn't get a chance to tell you that. That was a huge upset. You did not. I watched the end. You watched a football game? I watched the end because I was forced to. I was with family. I love your family. And they were mean to me. I love your family. I wanted to watch Count Yorga. And I'm Jeff Miller, and that's the sports that I know. <laughs> that is, and that's until what? Until 2024. Until that's, 2024. That's all the sports you get for me until 2024. Oh my God! How will I ever survive? You'll survive. I'll tell you how. Because let's make some merch money. I don't know why that started early. I love but it's working for me. Take it. Take the win, Tim. Open it up, Mosquito style! I like the new music. Oh! Over. And this one I'm going to say for our friend in the chat room, Schwobat. Schwobat. Because she loved old Woolworth. That's where she would go to the lunch counter. 
They usually have a lunch counter there. Did they really? Yeah. Where was that? And Where it was Woolworth? In Southridge? There was one in Southridge. There was one in Brookfield Square. There were a couple other places. But I actually went to the lunch counter in Brookfield Square a couple of times. Any good or? It, you know what it was? It was Big Boy. Okay. It was Big Boy, but you could see the entire kitchen, which I always like. Oh, yeah. Because then you know what's going on. You know what Wait, I'm saying? Before you move on here, have no. you been to the Rainbow Cafe here in Muskego? I have. Thoughts? Here's my thought. They need double doors more than any place I've ever been to. And by double doors, I mean where you open one set of doors and then you have another set of doors. Because when people walk in there, whatever the temperature is outside, the entire room becomes in about 10 seconds. I gotcha. If you're in that place on a cold day, keep your coat on. What if, what if they had a revolving door? Would you like that? You know, do you know what city has the most revolving doors? I'll say the city that I think it's going to be. What? Chicago. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, I think a revolving door would work. I, th I think that would work. What if, it, it's a real problem with that. Place. What about what about those big plastic things that hang in a freezer that are slit? How about that? Would that work? My victims. <laughs> you know, you know, back in the day, a coke a coke the was a nickel. In the freezers, they have those big plastic things that come down and they are slit down. Ziploc bags? No, Tim, 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 Tim. Forget it. Read, read what Swobat put down. What is Swobat? Coke was a nickel. Coke was a nickel. She she still gets a nickel bag. Oh my God, Swobat, that was him, not me. What? I had nothing to do with that. Oh my God. All right. Hey. Anyway, I uh, that's actually a good. Uh, Trogdorsk says, uh, Woolworth. It was set up kind of like Waffle House. Was it really? I would. I would love to go to a Waffle House. We we try to go to one, but there's none on our way, is there? When we go uh, on not to... on the way to Pittsburgh, we do not cross the IHOP mm. Waffle House line. Too bad. So yeah. And speaking, speaking of, of which, <laughs> <laughs> nice job. See there. how I help you all. Nice job, Jeff. There's my girl. So we are look at that. 91 days. We are three months away. I I gotta reserve the the rooms. Yeah. We got to get going on this. Horror Realm is coming March 1st through the 3rd in 2024 to the Crown Plaza in Pittsburgh. And uh, you will not be seeing Dead on the Bases again before that. What? Because Wait, what? January. Wait. I know. It's it's tough. But January and February, the shows are going to be dead on movie reviews. Now, you may see me. You may see Jeff. Yeah, see but that. you won't see Dead on the Bases. Dead on the Bases returns... After Horror Realm. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a long time away. Holy I cow. know. People are crying about it. There, There's some people... By the way, if you do need psychological help to make it through this time, you can send your email to jeff at otherworldlyculture.com and he will come over to your house and pat you on the head. Tim... We're really going to go that long without a show. I know. I know. But we had to get those Dead on Movie no, Reviews No, I know. Dead on Movie Reviews is, is a really great show, especially if you're into horror movies, just because... Those, you learn a lot. You learn what, a lot. Those four people that are on there, 
they know their stuff. It's except it's for amazing. when Jeff's on there. Well, I'm not saying when I'm on. Then there. there's three people that know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Jeff is sitting there like taking notes. It's kind of fun. Tim is I, awesome. I, Tim, I, and Tim, Mike Exler, um, Rich, and then um, the other Mike, Mike no, Seaslick. Mike Seaslick. Yeah. But then who else am I thinking of? Um, I can't. Well, think we of got name. Peggy. We nah. got Tracy. Yeah. Leon, we uh, have Adam. Adam. A train. Yes. A train. He's got. They they all know their stuff. Adam, I don't think goes more than two three hours without watching another horror movie. Right. The, the guy's like, I think he's on an IV drip. If, if, but, if there's a horror movie out there, he's seen it. He, no and way. he's watching it again. He'll watch. He'll watch really? these movies 10, 15 times. Really he's crazy. Yeah, That's something. Yeah. But yes, horror movie connection. No wait, what's it called? Horror realm. No, no, your show. Dead on movie reviews. Dead on movie reviews is well worth seeing. <laughs> so what you watch? You you come on there too. But it's so good. It's so good. Oh my god! If you're but a horror person, a, and good. then we got a great new season of Dead on the Bases a coming up season. after in the March, and uh, Jeff was complaining about not being frightened enough this season and last season. I make uh, up for let it. Let me give you gremlins. Let I me make you, up for let it. Let me give friends. you the monster mash. Let me give uh, you oh yeah, little you're monsters. Gonna, you're gonna be begging for those. Whatever. All right, everybody. It's time now to hear what Jeff has to say about gremlins, which is how they say it in Mesopotamia. Why is that up. still up? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. Going They're on. not gonna see my email address. It's gonna be difficult. We're going to have words. Hold on. We're going to go back. We're going back. Back to the Come future. Come on. Back to the future is right. There we go. And then I hit this one. That didn't work either. Come and, on. And, folks, this is going to... Tim, after the show, is going to be so upset at himself. I'm so mad right now. I know, but he's holding back. <laughs> Oh my, that should have went. Tim, there's there we go. so much going on right now. Hey, the screen blew up, didn't it? Merch, merch, merch. Let's try this one more time. Now I hit it. Uno mas, senor. Is it going to go? Let's see. This is much better. Here there's a little Jeffy. Well, where's my email? Yeah, it's coming in a second. You're supposed to be talking. Okay, getting people Jeff interested. Miller, sports fan. There's some. Who, who's that? It's waving. That's That's your friend. There's no email address. Oh, there you mean is. that one? There we go. There you go. That's how you get a hold of me. <laughs> this so, entertains Jeff endlessly to so, see his email. So here's the thing. There's so many people filling that email. What I put, I put a splice time. on it because there was so much coming in that I put a splice. Anything new coming in goes to the right. Everything that's still in there is just hanging out. So I have a splice. I got a splice on my email. You, you got something. Yeah. Have you, you ever heard about splice on an email? Have you heard of one? No. Okay, see, I'm ahead of you. All right, here we go. So I'm watching I'm watching this movie. Oh, Gremlins, hold on. So Gremlins. <laughs> uh, right now, he realized he did not have his cheat sheet in front of him. Yeah. So that had to be Gremlins is a 1984 movie rated PG, parental guidance. An hour. <laughs> hour. An hour and 46 minutes. So... <laughs> you always give the length. It's so good. So then it's an hour and 46 minutes. So it's a little over that hour and a half. But what I'm going to tell you is what I'm going to say. 
and you're going to hear it. That that hour and 46 minutes, Tim, Tim, Tim's going to spit on his, his I'm okay. I'm okay. So what I'm going to say is what you're going to hear, <laughs> and then you're going to retain it. That hour, that Hold hour, on now. Listen a minute. I'm listening. I don't even hear anything. No, go. Okay, anyways. So back to the movie. So this movie... It's a 1984 movie rated <laughs> PG for parental guidance. <laughs> You're starting over? Well, what the hell? Okay, no. It's an hour and 46, so it's a little over that hour and a half. Anyways, but you you want every minute of this movie and then some. This is a really good this is a really good movie. It's a very good Christmas movie. So if you want to get around the Yule Tide and watch a Christmas movie for the holidays, Gremlins is a horrifically great Christmas movie. Wow. I worked on I that. like how you did you that. You like that. That was nice. It was sort of like it flowed. But anyways, back to the movie. So anyways. <laughs> anyways, back to the movie. So this is a, so this is a movie. So this, another thing about this is that yes, this is this one is of. the movie. This yep. is one of Phoebe Kate's first couple movies that she's out there. So she's like the new darling of Hollywood in this movie. So you're like. Oh, she's darling. Yeah. Yeah. So you want like, you want to watch for her and zach galligan he plays the main character of billy so what happens is his dad hoyt axton which is his real name but the name that in the movie his name is randall peltzer yeah just like it says right over there don't one has to know oh so randall peltzer what he does is he opens up he's in chinatown he's in chinatown and he's got all these inventions and he's like he's trying to hawk his inventions that's what the whole movie's about well not about but that's sort of the premise that he has all these little inventions, and they come in handy after a while. So he goes out down to this China house, like this China little thing, by John Louis called the Chinese boy. It's this okay. Chinese boy. Go on. So he goes down. He goes, "Oh, I'm Mr. Randall. You need to come down to my, down to my grandpa's, <laughs> oh my down to my grandpa's shop because I got something for you." So he goes down there and he tries to sell his bathroom buddy, which that thing is awful. That thing is it so is terrible. It's so clunky. Yeah. Who would want that? And then squirts you with toothpaste. Well, I and all think, that. Jeff, I think that's the point to the joke. Is it's horrible. Well, he's a terrible inventor. Then. Yeah, none of his stuff works. I know, but it none works. of it. It works, but it doesn't. If you think about what I'm saying. So, instead of that, here's this little, and you think it might be more Chinese little kids in the back, but it's not. It's, it's a mugwai. But what I liked about this, Tim, is that. It's sort of like Jaws when you think about it because you're watching the movie and it takes a while for you to see what it actually is. They kind of tease you, kind of tease you, and all of a sudden, it's a mongoy. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's a mongoy. And it goes, okay, hold on. I've been working on mine. I'm a gremlin. That's pretty good. That was my next impression. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you. Thank but, you, everybody. But they don't I want applause in that chat room. I want some applause. So, anyways, but they don't do it once, but they do it twice. So when the gremlins, when the mogwais turn into gremlins, they hold off on it. Me. I'm a gremlin. Me. They hold off on it so that you don't exactly know what it looks like. Which which I think is genius. I think that was a very a, it was thing. key, yeah. It was it good because it kept you thinking, just like in that movie with, with e. uh, no, with Mel Gibson, and they were the, the Tin Hat people. What was that called? Mel Gibson and the Tin Hat people. I there believe were, that was the name of the movie. What? 
no, no, no. There was about Mel Gibson and Tin Hat. Bill, Mel Gibson is in there. He's got on these like Hershey Kiss type of hats. They're tinfoil hats. And it's aliens. Oh, uh, signs. Right. That's another movie where you don't see the alien right away. It sort of like zips across. So I really, really. Wow. I really, the really. Tin Hat. The Tin Hat people and Mel Gibson. Well, he got that's it. That's an alternate title for signs, everybody. Tim got it, but that's what I really... I, I'm one in a million on this. Well, Tim's good I at that. Jeff. But that's what I really liked about the movie, because Steven Spielberg was part of this. He he was one of the producers, I believe an executive producer. But I think he had it. some... I mean, that was... He had a lot to do with it. I mean... He, he had a lot. Right, so yeah. that was genius on his part, where he keeps you guessing, then you see it, something happens, and then you're guessing, and then you see it. So what happens? I'll just give you a quick synopsis. I'm not going to spoil this, even though it is an old movie. I can't, kind of could. It's '84. I, I I think you can pretty well. I'll talk I'll unspoil it. it without spoiling. This is one of the most popular films of the year. Right, but I think but I think I can do this. I can spoil it without spoiling it. So just hear me out. Well, I'm going to get ready anyway. Okay, so Oops. Billy. No, so Billy, he gets this mogwai and he's told, oh, that's something, that's a big hole in this, and I'm sure that you know this. What? Don't feed him after midnight. Well, uh, 1 o'clock Everybody, is midnight, yeah. 6 o'clock is midnight, blah, blah, blah. So what does that mean? They never eat? Help me. That was, Help that's, you? That was dumb. That was dumb to put that in that movie. Here's the thing. It's a simple rule. Why couldn't they just say don't feed him on Tuesdays? And then the gremlin like... On Tuesdays? But that's when you get double points over at uh, Pizza Ranch. But that would be cruel because then they couldn't enjoy right. roasted chicken, and they obviously like their chicken. So let's say, let's say that Billy. So let's not be, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff is advocating for the abuse of animals, and I'm not with him on that. Right. But let's just say this is would be a better way to do this. Let's say. Billy had a day-to-day calendar. Yeah. And the little spike. He had a day-to-day calendar. He had an advent calendar? Is that what no, was no, going like, on? I have one of these on my desk. It's just like each day it's got the date. And okay. The, and yeah. let's say Spike went up there and instead of, so then they say, you can't feed him on. Why did people call him Spike? Because he had that hair like this. No. His name was Stripe. Okay, Stripe then. Yeah. So Stripe. Okay. Stripe. So he could be like. Don't feed him on... For years, everybody's called him Spike. I was listening for that this time. I'm yeah. like, did they say it wrong? And they say Stripe, but it does sound like Spike. It does. I, I just... It, it, well, it Spike sounds like, like more of a badass than Stripe. Right. So that I, think that's that I agree with. Yeah. So back to my theory. So instead of them saying after midnight, which is... It's a doozy. Totally stupid. They could have a day-by-day calendar, right? And they could say, it was like, don't feed them on Wednesdays, okay? And then all of a sudden, Stripe goes to the garbage. He takes out Tuesday, and he puts it back on there. And he's like, oh, I want some food. I want some food. And then he feeds them, but it's really Wednesday. That would have been a better way to do it than turn unplugging the clock. I'll, honestly, the way I would have done it, huh. don't feed them on our full moon. There you go. That, too. That, I mean, it harks back to the werewolf thing and all that sort of stuff. I I think that would have been a great way. But they needed a thing. Right. They needed a badass. I I think they wanted it to be more creative than a full moon, so they went with After Midnight. 
And kids shouldn't be up that late anyway. Well, yeah, I didn't. Billy Pulitzer was a bad boy. No, he wasn't. And the world was getting back at him. So here's what happened. So then a little bit of water got on Mogwai. Wait, what's his name? Yeti Mogwai? No, wait, hold on. Gizmo. 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 Yeah. Bob, a little little water gets on Gizmo, and all of a sudden he starts spawning off these little pots. Now, does that ever happen? Because there's a lot of old people where you work. Do, do, does water ever get on any of the old folks and just balls start flying out of their backs? No. Really? No. I thought that's how it happened. Okay. So it spews all over the place. Because they're all over the place. So then they get all these little these little fur balls, and they're like, oh, they're going to have a little more mogwais. But here's the thing. He could have made some money on those. He could have, if, if that would have been now today, could have sold those on eBay. Did, did you notice that uh, he could have. The, the horrible villain of the piece, Stripe, yes. decides, you know, if I want to be a real jerk, if I want to destroy the world, the first step is going to the gym. <laughs> I, I mean. He went to the Y. <laughs> he went to the Y and he jumps into the pool because water is going to make more of them. But that's the thing. So if he's already a gremlin, it mm -hmm. made gremlins. Now, okay. Right? But they're, was that? they're reproducing asexually, correct? So would that make this more of a Christmas movie? Because basically Stripe was a virgin birth. Virgin birth. He's basically... Doing the Jesus thing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so back to the movie. So I don't even know, but listen. So he jumps into the, he goes into the water. He mul he mass multiplies himself. And but but see the thing of it is is that Tim, Tim, when when they switched the first time, it took him a couple days or a couple hours. Right. These other ones, they because he was already a gremlin. He was no longer... The first time they were Mugwise. Yeah. And then they were going from Mugwai to gremlin. The second time he was a gremlin and now they were just multiplying more gremlins. So so they didn't have to like incubate or anything? They just boom? No, they were already gremlins. All right. So anyway, so then they go watch a movie and then they blow up. <laughs> and then... They go watch a Disney movie in a Warner Brothers film. Oh, I want to bring something else up about, about your movie. That's a typical Disney movie. It was just so boring. It was just boring. It was slow and boring. But okay, back to my movie. So, <laughs> so they go in there. They go in there and they watch. They watch because actually I stayed awake for this. They, they go in there. And they watch some Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and all that. Yeah. And uh, something happens. They blow up. Yeah. They and blow then, up the building. But yes. the only one who makes it. That's something. The only one who makes it is Stripe. Right. But I can't because help. he's out getting a pizza. Stripe is doing pretty well. He's just out getting a Stripe pizza. has been a badass since day one. Yeah, he's didn't a survivor. He, didn't he spit on Magui, uh, spit on Gizmo or something right away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a little And they torture Gizmo and he's stuff. A little bit. How about how about that? They hit him on the on the dartboard. Yeah. They're throwing darts at him. Yeah. Oh my god. Wouldn't you? No, I do you like would you no. if you could have a little gizmo, a little a little gizmo, wouldn't you want one? You know, I believe. Okay, this is off subject, so yeah, that's of okay. course, I uh, usually stay. On I subject. believe. Yes, I believe there is an entire genre of film that I call the perfect pet movies, because there's like E.T. where the little boy is hiding his perfect pet. Yeah. There's this one, and then there was a, after E.T. There was like. 
30 of these things. Really? Where it was like Mac and Me was one I can think of off the top of my head. But there's there's a lot of these like, I'm going to have an alien or I'm going to have a monster as my secret pet. A great example of this is Stranger Things, the TV series on Netflix. Basically, the, oh, the lead boy is keeping... The, the girl as a as a pet, yeah. basically as yeah. a little sex slave there. No, you know, no, but, no, no, no. Well, no, but it, it, let's keep the pedophilia with this quick. But I, uh, I don't know why you have to keep bringing that up. But uh, it's, I, I, I don't know how to say it, but there's a lot of movies like this where it's like, oh, this is the perfect. Oh, wait. We shouldn't do this. You know, Free Willy, to a certain extent, is that, but he has to kind of go to him because it's a big pool. Yeah. Yeah. I know you watch all the Free Willy I, I don't know any of these movies you're talking about, but anyway, okay. back to this movie. So this, that, and the other thing happens. Oh, and then... Here's... A, okay. No, here's I, something that threw me off. And I got something that threw you me brought off. Up, you brought up Hoyt Axton, right? Yeah. Who is the father. He's also the narrator in a film. Yes. Do you have an issue like I do that the narrator basically saw none of what happened firsthand? He was at a convention during the entire event, but he's like, "Well, I'm going to tell you this story. Why? Why are you telling me the story? You had nothing to do with it, pal. You were off. You you know, at a convention, you're probably pulling down the the ladies. Pulling down the ladies." And he's pulling down their skirts, getting drunk, and and the gremlins are pretty well doing the same thing to his hometown. You know what? You know where they have another movie like that that's bad like that? Is The Perfect Storm. That's another one that has the wrong person narrating. Am I right? Because no one came back. Yeah. How, I, do you, how can you tell a story if you didn't come back? Well. Tim? Tim? I, but they didn't, they didn't have a narrator, though, did they? No, but how do you know what happened on that boat? No one came back to tell the story. So there you go. Anyways, back to my fish. The fish would come up and tell them. Here's the rest of the story. The fish sometimes talk to people on boats. I have a (laughs) diorama. Oh, my God. I have a diorama of a fish talking to a boat right there. Hello. Hello. I want to tell you about the perfect storm. Oh, my God. I'm Craig Hustle. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. You sound like geriatric Jaws. <laughs> Isn't Jaws now 50? What? Is he 50? Yeah, I, th- I think he might be beyond that. Yeah. Anyway, so back to my movies. People want to know Finally, all this. Yeah. They want to know what happened here. Yeah, tell the story. So the movie was such a success that they made Gremlins 2. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know how they. Now, here's the Did thing. Did you ever see Gremlins no, too? I never saw Gremlins too, so you I don't. Will in the future, but season. I don't understand how this happens because Gizmo goes back to the to the China house, so mm-hmm. I don't know how this happens. But I'm curious to find out. Anyways, oh, you'll get then, it. You'll, fl- you'll, you'll, you you will get it. It's one of my. I actually am one of those weirdos that likes Gremlins too more than Gremlins. I I love this movie. But I absolutely adore Gremlins too. Okay, you're and not gonna like it nearly as much, but it—I just love. How it crappy was Flo in this movie? You know, Flo. 
She she's terrible. She goes and strings. Well, when she she's mean in this movie. She's very mean. What's well, real I knew you were going to have an issue once I saw the dog being strung up. But that wasn't Christmas her. It was the gizmo lights. that did it. Polly Holiday. She was terrible. She was so mean. Oh no! She wanted to. She wanted to kill the dog. There are times I and Stripe almost did it. Anyways, I think so. Yeah. Anyways, so this I'll is... I'll get your little dog, too. She was literally playing the Wicked Witch of the She Oz. was. Was this kind of like a... like a, Is this kind of like the Blizzard of Oz? A different version of it? Mm, Could it be? Well, well, hey, you know what it's time for? Can you my score? No. First, we got to do the Polly Shore connection. But before I hit it, what do you think the number's going to be? One step, two step, three Three steps, step, blue, four. Four? You think this is going to be four? I'm going to go four. The, let me back this up. 1984 movie, Polly Shore made a lot of movies in the 90s. You sure? Who are we going up against, though? No, no, no. I, it just... It's going to uh, be a character in the movie. It's going to be... It's going to be two. Two? Okay, yep. let's see it. I I had to look a little bit, but... The Pauly Shore Connection, buddy, is a guy by the name of Frank Welker. He was the voice of your favorite character, Stripe. He's a famous voice actor. Wow. He was in the movie, a goofy movie, with Pauly Shore. He literally was. This is amazing. Frank Welker is also the guy that does Scooby-Doo he does, you know, half the Hanna-Barbera stuff he's done. He does, if there's an animated film, he's usually in it. In fact, he is the one that recommended the voice of Gizmo, who was? I don't know. You don't know who did the voice of Gizmo? No. Oh, this would have been good trivia then. Howie Mandel. Really? Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo. That'd have been a great question. Uh, we have. A, I, I'm surprised because you usually look into this stuff, and he basically, if you listen to Gizmo, he sounds a little like Bobby of Bobby's World. Yeah, yeah I'm Bobby. Yeah. So we have we have. Yeah, a, I'm Gizmo. Yeah. So we have a. Yeah, right, right. We have a Hall of Famer. Bright light, bright light. Corey Feldman is a is a. Yeah, Corey Feldman's in here. One of the two Corys of the '80s. But he was in. He there. was young in this one, right? But he was in the vampire movie. Gave me Lost Boys. He was in. So Lost put Boys. up the little hall. Oh thing yeah, there. okay. Damn. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. I think I got it over here, and then I hit that one, and there we go. There we go. All right. See. So you want to know what I give this movie? I think you're going to give it a high score. I am. Even though it didn't scare you a lot. Now, let's talk about that, though. Some people debate if this is a horror movie. It's not. And I point to one scene in particular. Not that scene. That's in the wrong movie. No, the kitchen scene. Yes, that's horrific. The kitchen scene is pretty intense, you have to admit. And every time we get to that scene, I'm always like, oh, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty rough. But you know what I want to say? I really enjoy the fact that Where's the mom? What's her name? I uh, I have trouble remembering her because she kind of looks like the mom in um, in Hellraiser, 
But it isn't her. Is that her right there, Belinda? No, it's not Belinda Blasky. Why would they have? Why is she not? A she main? should be when I. That's one of my problems with this movie. She is not like at the top. Wait, is that her? Of, Annie Mermaid, maybe? No, no. I. Pete's father. Annie. No, that's not it. I. Well, anyways. I don't know I, her name, but she really puts in a great performance. But she's got like one huge scene. She puts in a great performance, and the way that she acts in that scene in the, in the kitchen, I think is fantastic. I think, just. It's just great. It's not like she was a damsel in distress. She no, was she, it to him. she yeah. is a mother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great scene. That's probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. So, why, what are you going to rank it? Very solid. Very, 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 very solid movie. Nine. Nine? Yeah, it's a, wow. very, it's a very solid, it's a complete movie. It's a good movie. It is, it is. Okay, now let's get our chat rooms off the screen. And we already know where this is going. Nine, and I gave you seven. Okay, I'm getting things ready over <clears throat> there. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for our trivia section. Do you want to go first, or should I? You can ask me first. Okay. Doesn't now, really for those of you, those of you that have never seen this show before, first of all, what a lucky treat for you today! Uh, I'm going to read three statements. Two of them are true. One is a complete freaking lie, and Jeff is going to tell me which one's the liar. <clears throat> right. Right on. Okay. You're, I'm going first. You're asking me. I have to get a little. Yeah. Bit of fluid for my throat. Mm. Go ahead. I'm trying to decide which ones I'm going to go with. Um, okay. First one. Joe Dante, the director of this film, okay. also directed a previous film on this program, Alligator. Okay. Okay. Uh, second one. That was a director of main person. What? It's like a director, like a main guy. He, he's basically the boss of the movie. Okay, go ahead then. I'm ready. Okay, and kind of like, you know, the, he's the CEO of the film. Got you. Go okay. ahead. Um, okay, we'll go with this. Frank Welker, who I talked about during the Polish Shore Connection, he worked with Howie Mandel on The Muppet Babies, where they both did voices. Welker was Stripe, and Mandel was Gizmo in this film. And the last one, Gremlins had video games on the Atari 2600 and the Commodore 64. Now, I'll be upset. I've been watching a lot of documentaries about video games. <laughs> well, I don't care about I'm watching that. a lot of them. I don't care. And I'm, I'm awesome. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be upset. You're going to be upset either way. No, I'm going to be upset if I go... If I go, yeah, that last one is true, and you're like, oh, not 64, but just Atari, I'm going to be upset. No, that's... It, it's okay, so then that's a true. That's a true one because I can see Atari jumping all over this because it's 84. This is like right in that wheelhouse. I can see that being correct. Now, you told me this thing about Howie Mandel and that, so you're leading me down that road. But I think that's too easy. Muppet Babies. The thing here is they both had to be voices on yeah, Muppet Babies. I don't think so. Both of them. And then the last one is the, the director, but he's a main guy. But I don't know. 
Get back in the camera shot, dude. But I'm just thinking about the main guy. The main guy, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be... Main guy. I never heard somebody call the director the main guy before. That's kind of interesting. You have heard a lot of new things with me on this show. I have, yes. It's the way my brain works. Let's I, see. Okay, if that's what we're going to say it is. You know what? I'm going to say that the one that's going to be false is going to be the first one. The reason why is because it makes sense to me that Muppet Babies, and it makes sense to me about the Atari. So I'm going to say that the first one is the one that's false. He did not direct both of these. Or he wasn't part of the other one. Whatever. That's my that's my guess. One is false. One is false. Correct. That's what I think. So one is correct or one is false? One is false. I'm watching for my watching for the bell. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Joe Joe Dante did not direct the alligator. He did direct the film Piranha. Which you'll be seeing at some point. I saw it already. Well. It's got Elizabeth Shue in it. Of course I've seen it. See it again. All right. Put my five points up there. I need it. Oh, yeah. It's not going to make a difference, but I need it. Okay. Are you going to ask me my questions? or Yeah. You're just going to mail this in? No. No, no, no. Let's do it. Jim Morris. Jim Morris. Is the actual, yes. The actual picture in real life. Yeah. Actually had connections with the Brewers and the White Sox before landing in Tampa Bay. All right. Jim Morris is related to Gene Autry. D. Quaid has played a football player in Everyone's All-American, a track star in in one our winning season, and a pitcher in the rookie. He actually, though, played basketball as a youth and was second-team All-State his senior year. So even though he played these other three sports, he actually excelled in basketball in high school. That's where that question was going. I know that. Gene Autry. I I like the Gene Autry thing, but Gene Autry owned the California Angels, and if one of his relatives were going to be in the major leagues, he probably would have brought him to his team. So I'm going to say that one... Angels, he played down in Tampa Bay, just so you know. I don't want you to... Right. Okay. So I'm saying, if they really were related, <clears throat> why didn't Gino bring in Jimmy Jim Morrison Jimmy M. to come in and do that? The last one, Dennis Quaid playing basketball. He just looks like a baseball player. To me. Okay. He's not a tall, lanky, skinny guy. He's kind of got the classic baseball build. And those are the two I'm debating. Not what the first was one? the first one? That Jim Morris actually had connections with the Brewers and the White Sox. I, nobody cares. I think anybody that's getting into the majors, they probably got connections all over the place because he went through all them A teams. There probably were teams scouting him by the time he was doing all that stuff. So that one sounds pretty true to me. Uh, the other two... I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with Gene Autry. I don't think he was uh, related to Gene Autry. I think that's the, the lie. Then you can give yourself zero points. Oh. Dennis Quaid did not play basketball in high school. He played baseball, didn't he? Mm-hmm. 
And the Brewers... I, I almost had it. I walked away from the <laughs> getting it right. And the Brewers actually drafted him. The Brewers drafted Jim Morris in 1983. He, that was the first team that drafted him. Honestly, I'm a little surprised it's a real person. So, Really? How long did he play? I know the, a year. the end thing said two years. Well, part of a year and then last year, so about two years. Was he any good? No. Very, very pedestrian. He made $200,000. That was his total amount he made. A buddy? Yeah. In the majors? Yeah. When was this, 1967? No, 2000. Well, then he really had to be a canner. I'm sorry, he had he to be, right? He only pitched in like 10 innings, something like that. Yeah, so did he really have the, the fast, what is it, speedball? Yeah, they the do the speedball. Yeah, enough to make it to the Like majors, those yeah. folks in New Berlin, you know, they're always doing the oh speedball. Oh, my ball. God. The, the nickel bag? Yeah. You don't know about that, do you? All right, everybody. Guess what? It's time oh, to look at the scores. Wait. 15 innings oh, Fifteen innings pitched over two years. 15 innings? Man. Thank you, Chogzark. El Suclato. <laughs> Why? Come on. What is the final score, my friend? Well, we're trying to hit the button, and it's not doing the thing. So we add up all these scores throughout the year. I give his movie a rating. He gives mine a rating. And then we do trivia. We see who comes out on top. And yes, Tim annihilated um, the issue. Yeah, I annihilated I you. I picked some. You you had some really poor films this this season that you, you gave me. Some really bad ones. Rollerball come to mind. I had eight in there. Which was that? <laughs> oh, wow. So what that means is the Dead on the Bases trophy. Well, hold on. We have to do this. I hope this works. I hope this works. I didn't works. get that. And there I am. And then that I goes win. over to Tim. Back home where you belong. Oh, whatever. <laughs> where you belong, my friend. Sorry, right. I'll get you in the spring. Do you know? Do you know that one of our listeners is a world famous statistician? I do. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you also know that he's doing some statistics for me on the side? Ooh, nice. So, where I think I got the right button. Here we go. We're going to do something I call statistically speaking. Oh, I like that. I'm going to keep this in view so you can all see that I'm a winner and that Jeff is, in fact, a loser. So uh, here we go. I don't get enough of this. The total scores over all the years of our show. <laughs> I have a 404 in horror movies. You have 371. But you are beating my pants off in trivia. Okay. Okay. And that's not what tonight's scores. That includes tonight's score. That's already now? Yeah, I got it all wow. hooked up by our master statistician. Cool, thank then, you. Then if I hit this button, the average scores, the horror movies average almost a full point more than the sports movies on average. And you are averaging getting... About half an extra point in trivia. Wow, this is, these or, are amazing. I like these. Yeah. I like statistics. I'll, I'll show you the stuff later on so you can see the whole thing. And this is every season this is what our movie and trivia numbers were. Now keep in this mind hurt my brain. the first 
the first year, the first season was like a six, six innings, innings or something. Because you didn't really know how many innings were in a game. Well, so. I didn't think I was going to make it to nine. But I still won it, so whatever. Yeah. That's but, like the COVID season. <laughs> yeah, so I have four seasons that I won, and Jeff has won three. Yeah. And... Uh, if you look, we got our totals there. So totals pretty close. Totals are. Think about how many points we got here. That's it's a little frightening how close those yeah. scores are. So yeah, that's uh, that's I like statistically this. speaking. Now nothing Rain will turn short. off. Yeah. Go ahead. There, something stop. Okay, we're just going to go somewhere else. Uh, but that is uh, our new little thing. Now, we're not going to do, usually at this point in the show, we we preview next week's show. But we're not going to do that this no. time. Uh-uh. But I will tell you, for those of you that are sneaky enough, you can find we already put next season's movies out there. We did? Most of them are on Amazon as of the time I checked. Uh, some of them you have to pay for. Most of them are free. Uh, and if you look around, like, I'll just tell you the secret weapon is Tubi. If you go to Tubi, a lot of this stuff not is out Tubi. on Tubi. <laughs> T-U-B-I, not, not Jeff being silly over there. It's being silly. They, you know um, what? They should call that a channel. One should be Tubi and the other one should be not, not Tubi. Tubi. You're right. That, that would... Really, I'm gonna awesome. have it. I'm gonna open a channel like that. I think I'm gonna. This is another thing you're gonna do. Yep, okay. to be and then not to be. Is this like the 10 on the bases TikTok? It's just gonna take the world. Oh, I forgot school. about that. I'm yeah. gonna start doing that. Yeah. Okay, okay, sure. Anyway, <laughs> we wish everybody to have a happy and wonderful and safe holiday season. A Merry Christmas, or as my people say, Friedrich Weihnachten. Gesundheit. You're welcome. And a happy new year. We'll see you in 2024. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, Trogdorsk says you got a few months here that you could set up that channel and get it up and running. I'll get, don't don't tell me. I'll get it going. <laughs> we'll advertise it at Horror Realm. Just oh, wait with the new God. merchandise. Oh, my God. You and your merchandise. Anyway, why thank you again. What? I think we're going to have bottle openers this time. You're going to have bottle openers. Yeah. Who is it? You? Yeah. You open yeah. bottles like nobody's business. Yeah. Oh man, and he empties them too. Everybody. Hey, it's... I will split. I will split my email one more time. Oh if, my God. if people want me to come and open up a brew for them, I will. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna close it up. It's time to close the crypt and call the game. Thank you all for watching. Remember to share and subscribe to our show and feed. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. We don't care who's watching. Sure. I mean, we don't care who's on the show, obviously. Uh, you can find the show at otherworldlyculture.com. You can follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other fine places that you find podcasts. NBC. We're not on NBC. <laughs> We're on Tubi. Could we get on Tubi? I bet you could be on Not Tubi. That's where we're gonna put our show on Not Tubi. All right, we we better <laughs> we better finish this while we're yep. ahead. Remember, folks, if it's sports, it's a home run. 
If it's horror, run home! We're dead on the bases, and we'll see you next time. Is this not? Okay. I'm getting my brand out there. You're getting the brand Think out there. Think about it. Not to be. People will be all over that. No, no, they're not. And I'll hey, for folks watching live, remember we have our trivia contest, Beat the Ump, directly after the program. I think that my sports, spokesman will be a Capulet and a Montague. Not to be. I think I got something here. I you're, got you're aware that's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. That, okay. I could. I got something by, going on. By, I'm impressed that you got Shakespeare. That that was good. Well, we had to read it in freshman year in high school. You did. Well, I watched the movie. Did you yeah. read it close? No, I watched the movie. I didn't read it one page of it. I watched the movie. Did you 